0: Ladies and gents, welcome to Aid Thompson and Other Disappointments, brought to you by Funk 27, discontent providers, and Global Butterflies, bringing trans and non-binary awareness to the business community. Go to globalbutterflies.com. Yo, yo, yo! How are we doing, ladies and gents? Welcome back to the, uh, the twice-weekly show that is... ...Aide Thompson and other disappointments. Um, indeed, you you, you sort of twice-weekly delve into the many fields of uh, finance, fascism, uh, fossil fuels, fraudsters and forlorn feelings. Uh, I am your host, Aide Thompson, and allow me to take you by the hand once more through the the maze of media, news, politics and dystopia... Um, And as we all try to make sense of the senseless, um, realistically over a, you know, the usual freshly rolled bifter, can of IPA, or indeed a pint of wine, guys. (laughs) Whatever's your poison. Uh, First off, big shout out to the Patreons and indeed to our first uh, YouTube community member, Christine Cash. What's up? Sending a beautiful bodacious booge out into the ether to all of you, um, and I will, of course, I should probably mention, be in the Patreon Discord chat with all of you after the show. Um, secondly, what's up to the new followers, guys? New follow, Loads of new followers this week. It's been wild. Um, been a bit, bit of a mad week on uh, on the old Twitter and YouTube. Um, a couple of threads on Twitter kind of blew up and then a few videos on YouTube did really well. Um Or at least better than they have done historically, you know? (laughs) Like, I think they did well. But if, like, you know, if Tan got my views, she'd fucking kill herself. She really really would. But for me, it's been a good week uh, compared to how I've historically performed on here. Mostly because, you know, historically, I've propelled myself into a shadow ban. Sort of thing, you know, by trying to sneak stuff past the algorithm, you know, like it asks you if this is monetizable content. Would you, do you think this is ready to be monetized or promoted? And you just go, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> or like I'd get myself in trouble with, um, uh, like things that I thought were forgivable in context, you know, but if ever you saw the footage of it, like, clipped outside the context, (laughs) then I'd be in trouble, sort of thing, you know? But I thought, like, as long as it's contextualised properly, right? And as long as I've said this stuff isn't for kids, this is only for adults, I thought it'd be okay. You know, like, I I suppose an example would be helpful, wouldn't it? Like, I would do a video about the government. No surprises there. Uh, But it would be about... Let's let's say it would be about an international conflict. Okay, I won't get specific here. Um, And I would then I would crack a joke in the video that would effectively be an exaggeration. Right. It would be a parody. Of how callous and clueless the government are with regards to this international conflict. Or indeed, it would be about how cowardly I think Keir Starmer has been with regards to this international conflict. That would be the angle. But I would exaggerate and parody their cowardice and callousness, right? On their attacks or their lack of action against this certain demographic or race or religion of people sort of thing, right? Do you understand? I think you understand what I'm getting at. So like I I don't want to labor the point here but like the the content I was doing like the sort of mini skit the little sketch kind of thing it would be like like it's not me saying the thing right <laughs> like I'm mocking I'm mo- I'm like darkly mocking admittedly but I am mocking the people at fault not the people getting slaughtered right that is a very important distinction to comprehend There, I'm not mocking innocent people getting slaughtered. Like, I hardly ever do that. So, you know. But anyway, grapple with that distinction right now, dear listeners. But let me tell you, that is not a distinction accessible by the moderation team of YouTube. It's just not. That is a layer too deep for their comedic sensibilities. And, like... Like, I don't want to spend the whole episode, you know, moaning about my frustrations as a YouTuber, if that's whatever I should call myself these days. But it is wild. It's like, like, I'm trying to think of an example of, um, of, like, like, the sort of thing that I'm talking about that won't get me in the same trouble again with YouTube, with the algorithm and stuff. But it's like, it's like, imagine someone down your street starts getting into kicking pigeons Right? <laughs> and I know that sounds weird, but just bear with me. Let's see if I can make this work. <laughs> if someone down your street develops a hobby for kicking pigeons and they celebrate it, you know, publicly or on like nextdoor.co.uk or Facebook or they're like, yeah, I kick pigeons. I hate pigeons. Look, they're ridiculous. Look at them. And obviously that's wrong, Right. But if I see that and I'm powerless to stop the pigeon kicker, you know, this, this six foot five, 19 stone built like a brick, you know, guy, like, I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying he's six five now and, you know, 19 stone like Tonk and stuff just to justify why I wouldn't stop him kicking the pigeons. Right. I'm just now, now I'm like addressing my own cowardice, but how, how weirdly brave of me anyway. Um, Let's just say he's a big fella. Right. The, the pigeon kicker. Like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do against that guy? The pigeon kicker. I'm powerless. Look at me. I'm five eight and I'm barely eleven stone. Do you think I'm going to pick a fight with that guy? With that imaginary harmful man? <laughs> he would destroy me. So I'm powerless to stop the pigeon kicker. Right. My only weapon is to mock him. If that's the case, I might take the mick out of him and I might exaggerate his personality and his hobby. You know, I might do an online video or write a tweet or something where I'm like, oh, look at me. I'm a roided out meathead with a tiny peen and I have to kick birds because I can't F f them. (laughs) Or something, you know, or I might, I might say, yeah, I'm kicking, I'm, I'm really angry at pigeons because they bring home more bread than me. Like that sort of thing, right? And I might gesture with it on my video. I might pretend that I'm kicking them. But if I did that, it would be like, this video has been demonetized. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's hate speech. How is that hate speech? Well, you're saying that you hate pigeons and you're pretending to kick them <laughs> but but i'm doing that to mock the people who do actually do that i i literally do not understand what you're saying <laughs> right okay well is there someone else there that might can i escalate this can i get a second opinion yeah yeah you you, you can actually uh, just click the manual review thing right there you know and then you you click it And then you wait three days and the review comes back. And this is the bit that blows my mind, dear listeners. This is the bit that I'm just like, I I don't get like the review comes back and it goes, yeah, this is totally hate speech. You're like, oh, my God. How is that hate speech? Like, are you seven? Are, Are you seven years old? It's literally mocking the thing that you are saying that it is. No, no, I'm, a, I'm. A, I am i am do not understand that. I, literally, all any of us can see is things at face value. That is it. I mean, look, guys. You know, I don't. I don't want to spend the whole episode moaning about this stuff. As I said, but here, here is the thing. I said that I would try to make that work. <laughs> the pigeon kicker thing. I did, didn't I? And it's actually, it's not entirely there, is it? But. For this reason, because in that example, in that specific example, it could be confusing for the YouTube moderators because it would be difficult to tell if it was hate speech or against pigeon hate. Because although I do mock mercilessly people like the pigeon kicker, whom I deem to be insufficiently pure of heart simultaneously, concurrently, I do actually myself hate pigeons. So <laughs> in that scenario, I can sort of half understand the ambiguity. I hate pigeons. Flappy little, f- you know, you know what I'm about to say. Um. Anyway, look, let's get into the news, shall we? What's up to people in the chat? What's up to the Patreons? What's up to everyone that showed me a bit of love this week? Um... I mean, we've got a lot to get through tonight, really. We're going to talk about the Mercers a little bit. Uh, We're going to reveal who is this week's tap dancing tosser. Uh, Who gets that award? Highly prestigious award that we bequeath to deserving individuals occasionally. Um, We're going to touch on this cheeky new starlet of the self-proclaimed new conservatives. Guys, don't know if you caught the news this morning, today, this afternoon. It's a guy called James Daly. Yeah, so that's what's happening. That's what's going on. That's what's up. But first, the sound of an exhausted 43-year-old father of three cracking open his first beer of the week. Oh! Cheers, guys. God, that's delicious. It's like being fucked in the mouth, by God. Um, Right, so... It wouldn't be right to do a uh, show this week without discussing the mercers would it um but i don't necessarily want to go into you know too much like like really deep in the detail because i've like i kind of already did a little explainer video about it yesterday um so i just really kind of want to talk about the aftermath you know the bit after i finished the video what's happened since um but i'll cover off some of the basics for you so he the guy sets himself a target this is johnny mercer mp tory uh, represents Plymouth North, is it? Plymouth constituency. And he says February last year, he says he's gonna end veteran homelessness uh, in 2023. Uh, that was his that was his goal, that was his target. And he said you can hold me to that. Um and if we're to take him at his word like literally the word homelessness then he has failed that target spectacularly uh, because veteran homelessness has increased. It's very well reported yesterday. It's actually gone up by about 14%. Now, if we are to take him at his revision, (laughs) shall we say, at his new defence for why he's not hit that target, where he's like, well, I didn't really mean homelessness, homelessness. You know, I meant rough sleeping. If we're to take that, as 100% gospel, then his original brief and his comm skills suck, right? So that's the nuts and bolts. You can kind of take your pick there, Johnny. So anyway, then he goes after Carol Vorderman uh, for highlighting it. And he suggests that the Labour guy uh, that's challenging him in Plymouth has only served in the armed forces for five minutes, right? Uh, When in actual fact, it turned out this chap, uh, Fred Thomas, his name is, uh, the Labour candidate. In actual fact, it turned out he was a Royal Marine for seven years. <laughs> anyway, then Johnny Mercer's wife backs him up, and then she gets a death threat, and Johnny then quotes this thing, and he goes, S- "Seriously, Carol Vorderman? Oh, good job, Carol!" <laughs> like, and like it's it's like it's her that's to blame, you know? Like he's miscommunicated. He's missold what he's doing. It's him who's tweeting at Vorderman saying harsh stuff. Like, nobody cares what you think. People think you're mad, Carol. Sending her, like, puke emojis and stuff, suggesting that she's only trying to fill a void to fill your sad, lonely life. Sad, shit, lonely life, I believe it was. I want to quote it accurately. Um, Like, it didn't read well. It was... It was not a pleasant read. I mean... You know, I don't know about you guys, but like I've I've lost my dignity many, many times (laughs) throughout my teens and 20s and even a little bit in my early 30s. If we're going to keep this show 100 percent honest. But in that lived experience. I do feel qualified to comment here that Johnny Mercer was hardly covering himself in glory yesterday with those tweets, with the puke emojis, with your, this is only to fill your sad, shit, lonely life stuff. Wasn't covering himself in glory. Like I've said some stupid stuff in my time. I really ha- I've got so hammered in Tenerife that I, you know, I once fell asleep in a load of rubbish bins, like bin bags and stuff, you know, not a great look, but I feel like misselling something and then sending puke emojis to the people that are pointing it out. I feel like, you know, at this age, Johnny, really? You know? Like, we've all got hammered in Tenerife when we were teenagers, haven't we? So my indignity is forgivable, I think. But how old is Mercer? How old is Johnny Mercer? Like, what is he, like, 47? 45, maybe? (laughs) Like, how old is he? Does anybody in the chat know how old... Is Johnny Mercer? The answer to that question, guys, is too old to be taking criticism this badly. (laughs) That's how old he is. Like, I swear to God, like, there will be Plymouth Conservatives staff members of his right now out there who have worked their whole year on Mercer's initiative to try and house veterans. Right. Who probably then saw his tweets yesterday and they were like. Oh my God. I think I might go and work at the end of the pier in a dancing bear costume, you know, or, or something with more dignity than Johnny Mercer's office now. But yeah. Anyway, so his, his wife gets a death threat and, uh, and he's like, Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot, Carol. And, um, which is, you know, look, I, I don't want anyone to think I'm I'm ripping into him or her for receiving a death threat. You know, obviously that's not okay. Nobody needs to be sending malicious communications to anyone. Even Tories. It's not like, like we can handle Johnny Mercer without any of that nonsense. We can't. But to blame it on Vorderman. <laughs> it's like... Oh, nice one, Carol. (laughs) It's like, like if if the roided out guy that kicks the pigeons and uh, like I put the video out about it and then, you know, I highlight the fact that he's kicking the pigeons and then, you know, someone threatens the pigeon kicker. Like, oi, pigeon kicker, we're going to hunt you down. And then imagine the pigeon kicker turns up on my porch in tears and he's like, look look at the hostile behaviour that I'm having to endure. This is your fault, hate. Like, no. No, that is ridiculous. That is, this all started with you kicking the pigeons, mate. Do you understand? I'm mixing my metaphors and stories here a little bit. But, um, so anyway, what happened next? So then, you know, so she gets a death threat. Uh, and then Tan Supertansky gets Felicity Minge and Johnny Minge trending. <laughs> and then his wife quits Twitter. She just emos out completely. And then he says he's also stepping back. Uh, but then he also says, still within the same tweet that he's not going anywhere. Um I'm not going anywhere, guys. I like the fight. I'm not going anywhere. Well, we'll see about that Johnny. Come spring 2024, won't we? We're going to we're going to oust him. I'm pretty sure we will. We're going to abs- I mean it's not just him. Like we're going to absolutely slaughter the Tories. At the general election. We really are. It's gonna be it's gonna be merciless before and merciless after. There you go. Boom, guys. That is some <laughs> That's some premium tier wordplay for you. You don't get that shit on the news agents, do you? You're now rocking with the booch right here. But yeah, anyway. Slaughter them, we will. Indiscriminately. Um I mean, I better Tone down the language of, you know, slaughtering people indiscriminately. Or I'll get demonetized for hate speech or something. Blacklisted to zero again. And then maybe I could screenshot it. Put it on Twitter like, Sir and C. Carol, thanks a bunch. Yeah, anyway. So what else are we going to talk about uh, this evening? And how are we all doing in the chat, man? What's going on? Um, let's have a quick scan up the comment section um we've got alex french we've got jim speak we've got larry the cat in the house tonight what's up guys christine cash is in mj nichols um christine's our i mentioned this at the beginning christine's uh, our first ever youtube community member um mj nichols is a very new recent joiner to the patreon um who else we got we have got number three we've got antonio vicente i hope i've pronounced that right antonio do correct me if not Uh, Darren Watkiss? we've got somebody called Questionable Absanity. Um, What's up to to all of you? Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Um, Right, so. What else were we going to do? Oh, that's right. This week's Tap Dancing Tosser Award. (laughs) Who who has showcased their own cretiny this week that we wish to celebrate? Uh, So. This week, the award has gone out to, um, in, in in a crowded field. It must be said. Um, I mean, less less a crowded field, and more a charmless fucking mosh pit <laughs> of sociopaths is what it feels like the last week or so. But this week's award, this week's uh, tap dancing tosser award, it just narrowly misses. Johnny Mercer, uh, for, for the reasons that I've outlined, you know, he, he should certainly be considered a nominee. Uh, it narrowly misses him and then it ricochets off what looks like a medicinal bottle positioned suspiciously near James Cleverly. for, um, uh, what, what did James Cleverly do again? Did a couple of things this week, didn't he? Really, really outdid himself. Oh, that's right. So he, he cracked the hypno joke, right? We all know that. Um, But then there was something else. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay, I remember that. He tried to claim credit for the weather. (laughs) He tried to claim credit for the British weather. He was like, look, look. No, no small boats today. Not not one. You go out there. You try and count a small boat. Yes, not one. The plan is working. And everyone's you know, marvelling at him. They're like, <laughs> we, like they're pointing out to the sea with the gale force winds and <laughs> like tidal waves and shit. No, there's, there's no boats out there. Uh-huh. I can see that, James. Like, it's cleverly this stupid, do you think? Like, does he really think he could get away with something like that? Like, he thinks people aren't just going to check the weather. And conclude that maybe it was too dangerous, even for the heartless people traffickers. You know, even they are like, Do you know what? It's a, it's a bit much out there, isn't it? You know, like he doesn't think people can figure that out. Really, it's beyond journalists and activists and opposing political things. It's beyond their ability to go on weather.co.uk. Really? Okay. Okay. Like, here is a guy who understands the concept of fact checking because it was his department that created the fake Fact Check UK Twitter account at the last, like, the 2019 general election. Do you remember that? That was his team. So he understands the concept of fact checking and research and analysis, but simultaneously, he thinks it's beyond our ability to research just by going on the weather app. It's incredible, incredible cognitive dissonance. Um, should win an award. Um, although not this week. Not even that gets you this award. Um, but yeah, seriously, like, Cle- Cleverly is so weird and dumbly careerist, you know. Like, oh, there's it's, it's no boats out there. Yeah, because there's tidal waves. <laughs> Gale force wind. It's basically a hurricane. Yeah, but there's no boats. So, like, he's the sort of dumbly careerist cretin that you would like he's a sort of guy where it would be a heat wave like it'd be a real serious climate change heat wave you'd be like pensioners dying over here because they can't take the heat and it's too hot for kids they can't leave the house trains are a mess infrastructure's just collapsing because the the rail the steel on the rail is expanding in the heat and everyone's like god when is this heat ever gonna let up and then the night time comes, <laughs> and Cleverly's like, "You're welcome." <laughs> that, that's of so dumbly careerist, opportunistic idiocy that James Cleverly embodies. It is. Um. Anyway, so yes, the award could have gone to James Cleverly, but you've got a narrow escape. This week, Jimmy Dimley, a narrow escape. Maybe next week. Must try harder. Because this week, guys, this week the award goes to a relative newcomer. He's Tory MP for a constituency called Berry North. And his name is Mr. James Daly. Yeah! <coughs> James Daly, take a bow, sir. You are the proud recipient of this week's Tap Dancing Tosser Award. <laughs> Give him a round of applause, people in the chats. Give him the award. Come on, o- over here, James Daly. Over here, take, take, take your award. It's okay. No, on it. Like, you take it. You take it. Don't be bashful. Don't, no, no, it's fine. D- don't worry. You've earned it. Of course, if you are unaware... Of this uh, this cheeky tinker, this little scallywag, um, it's not that surprising to be honest, uh, because until now, James Daly has led a relatively anonymous life. You know, in the the rare moments where I've had a couple of minutes to myself today to prep for this uh, this live show, I I scanned across his uh, his Wikipedia page i cast a glance across his many many achievements and i mean honestly like the only thing of note in there is that he's resigned from being a private secretary at the height of the pincher debacle that's literally the only only thing in there but now now guys james daly basically he's put his head above the parapet hasn't he in an interview with the i newspaper where it has been reported that he said that most struggling children in his own constituency of Berry North are just the product of crap parents. So, yeah. How about that? <laughs> most children in his own constituency the struggling are just the product of crap parents. Like he said, like... Can you believe that you would say that about kids in your own constituency? And I know what you're thinking, guys. You're thinking, how could this Tory MP be so callous, so dismissive? Or maybe you're not, you know, maybe, maybe you're thinking this is actually on balance, on brand, frankly, aid. But, uh, you know, I think actually it's more it's cleverer then maybe we would give it credit for. And I shall tell you, I shall explain to you now why I think that. Mm. Cheers, by the way, guys. Um, So why is this actually a sort of Machiavellian, devious, clever move by James Daly, Tory MP? I think it's more calculative than just saying something mean. Because if you look, as I did, at his Wikipedia page, because clearly I have a sad shit, lonely life uh, and all that. But if you look at his constituency's voting history, Berry North, you can see this bellend has got a 0.5% majority. (laughs) 0.5! Which is like... I mean, you know, with the Tories polling where they are at the moment, like, and this guy's historic 9 uh 0.5% sweat. I mean, he's he's dead in the water, isn't he? He's toast. And I think he knows that. So this was my read on it, dear listeners. I read this quote, I looked at that majority, and I was like, oh. This is his last roll of the dice, isn't it? (laughs) Like, he's trying to quickly make a name for himself. Like, he's up in Berry, and he's he's not a Lee Anderson. Like, they're all Red Wall types, this lot, right? He's not a Lee Anderson. He's not a Ben Bradley or a Scott Benton. He's not really had his name in the papers. He's one of the 2019 intake. He's one of the new conservatives, as they're styled. But this is his last few weeks to make himself to be enough of a bubbling cauldron of human waste that he might get some work after the election on GB News when he's lost his seat. Like, that is all this is. Like, it it helps if you think of this sort of stuff when they come out with callous nonsense like this. It really does help if you think of it as an audition tape. You know? Like, they want people, GB News, and so on they want people who'll say outrageous and cruel things right they want people who say stuff like um uh refugees should f off back to france right or council estate kids will only spend their dole money on crack and brothels or like whatever it was that ben bradley came out with and this guy sees that and he sees like tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. He knows he's going to be out, so he sees that, and he's just like, "All right, <clears throat> here's my, here's my time to shine, right?" And he clears his throat, and he pulls the mic close, and he comes out, and he goes, "Um, <clears throat> maybe, maybe we should put all the puffers into camps." <laughs> like the journalist is like, "Whoa, no, that's that's too far, James Daly." That is too far. Can't you just tone it down? Tone it down a little. Oh, okay, okay. I'll say something about crap parents, lazy parents, struggling children. Something a little bit mad. I'll work me w- w- work me way up to say I'm struggling with the accent now. Um, but I honestly think like that's that's the idea behind it. You know, say something outrageous. Quickly now, get your name in the headlines and then just be the next Suella or Ben Bradley or Lee Anderson and just either wait for the calls to come in. Wait for that call from the producer. Oh, hi, James. Hi. Yeah, hi. Big, big fan of your work. Really, really am. Um, massive fan of the work that you did on the, um, on the, uh, and then, like the producer will be like combing through the Wikipedia page. Yeah, b- uh, big, big fan of your work on the, on um, the, uh, 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 ooh I, I haven't got long, so I'll just get straight to the point. Um, uh, basically, basically, you say outrageous stuff, James, and it, it really sends the lefties into meltdown. They start tweeting about it. It all goes viral and stuff. So we were wondering if you could come on and say something titillating on the show. Get something to go viral for us and, and shareable out there. Like that's That's what he's going for, isn't it? That's the new gig. The new game. For these new Conservatives. Which, you know, I have to say I quite like the name. You know, the name is just perfect. <laughs> the name is just like, like, I read what he said. And I was like, oh, this guy thinks that struggling kids are just the result of crap parents. Okay. And then I panned out and I saw the other new conservatives you know it's people like jonathan gullis you know who seem to think that teachers were striking not not because like they want better paying conditions and a fairer deal but because they're trying to force some leftist agenda that was his take on it then there's leanderthal you know we don't need to go into his rich history of targeting the traveler communities and the f off back to france stuff and bring back the death penalty. Like, I re- I read this guy's comments and I panned out and saw all of this lot and it says, like, the new Conserv... I was like, the new Conservatives. New. <laughs> the new... Cons- oh! Just like the old Conservatives. They're really, isn't it? Like, it's the most pointless rebrand. We're the new Tories. Oh, are you? Okay. What's, what's different about you? Well, we're, um... We're white, racist... Cruel and sociopathic. All oh, right, okay. I mean, you you could have just said we're the Tories. <laughs> Saved yourself some breath. But yeah, I don't know. This guy's getting a lot of blowback now, isn't he? For the for the things that he said, and you know what? Rightly so. Um. But I just want to say that you know I'll, I'll say this very quickly. Um. I just want to you know round this episode off, if you like, quickly and earnestly. By saying this, guys, Um, you know, I know what he said was insensitive. And uh, I know it probably came off as ignorant and unhelpful. But just try to remember that in the dizzy rush of social media, in the eye of the crossfire hurricane that is modern politics where emotions run high and sometimes it can just be all too easy to fire off a violent and threatening dm to someone let's just 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 try to say this to yourself just take a second and repeat after me okay seriously carol seriously Seriously? oh nice one carol nice one, guys that's it from me um i'm jumping straight over to the discord now to chat with the patreons and the members um this episode will now go private very very shortly after i i wrap up um but uh then it'll be accessible to the patreons and the members and so on um look if you're not in a position to support the show uh via either youtube community or patreon um don't worry because wednesday's episode uh, that will be coming off private, like momentarily. That's going to go on YouTube now, so you could jump onto that if you want to. Um, it's also already out on Spotify and Apple. Um, once again, big shouts to all of those who continue to support the show and everyone that's been showing love uh, on Twitter and YouTube this week. Really does mean the world to me. Um, and if you want to leave me a comment uh, or drop me, a, you know, a super thanks or whatever the thing is, um, where you can, it's like you can donate to the show, like donate two pound or something. That's great. I'll spend it on a coffee in the morning. Um, And also, like, if you've got the comments open or whatever, if you're watching this on sort of playback catch up kind of stuff, then let me know what you think of the show. Um, You know what you think of the paper review thing that I do or the punk politics bits, Um, unless it's mean stuff, unless you're going to tell me mean things, um, because, you know, clearly. You probably want to save that for the GB News audition tape. Uh, that's it from now, uh, from me for now. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep it strictly hashtag booge and keep it strictly hashtag bimfluencer. I'm out this mother hubbard.